0: Welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate, where sellers and buyers get insight into today's real estate market. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Today, we are gonna talk about updates you may wanna consider making when selling your home. We get this question a lot, now that we're in a seller's market especially, what should I do to sell my home? My home's probably gonna sell. So, uh, my name is Jen Allen. I am an, a realtor here with Pete Realty, and this is Keelan McCaney. is a real estate trainer and owner of Peak Realty. And uh, we're going to talk about the challenges and the solutions with deciding what updates that you should make when considering selling your
1: home. And this is always a tough subject for me because I'm not a (laughs) staging expert and I don't claim to be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I am a student here. I'm going to learn hopefully a lot from you today about this (laughs) topic. Even though I've been in real estate for a while, it's like I don't always understand the psychology behind staging and it's right. always kind of a mystery for me. Maybe it's a guy thing. I don't know.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I don't but know. Um,
1: definitely want to get your ideas on, um, you know, how can people net more money
0: mm-hmm.
1: with a better staged home?
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, uh, how do, how does how do sellers avoid spending money unnecessarily on updates that aren't going to provide as much bang for the buck? Right. And, you know, every market is different too. So, it, you know what should a seller spend money on in a certain in a, in a seller's market versus a buyer's market versus a balance market? You know these are the things that to right. keep in mind. And so I know you have I know you're you are the staging guru, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and you know when you talk about staging, I think oh my gosh, I I, I really don't know what I'm doing now after <laughs> all these years in real estate, and I defer to you because um, you have that um, the sense for for what what to do in a house. And I know that you also hire a stager as well, right? Right,
0: Right. which is why I laughed, because I am not the staging guru. You're Um, not? No, no, no. I know I I I get a lot of it and I know um, the right people to call in for the job. Okay. Which I think is key.
1: So that so one so that's a that's important for sellers and and agents too. Yeah. Is your realtor or if you're a realtor are you are you enlisting the the help of a professional?
0: Professional.
1: Who knows some, Who knows the psychology of all this, right? right. Is it most, just it's, psychology? It's
0: really psychology-based. Um, so we're going to jump in. It is, uh, I think when people think about staging, we talk about staging, but we're also really talking about updates. It's not about design. We're not talking about, you know, how you want to get your home ready for like a magazine photo shoot. It's mm-hmm. completely different. Hmm. It's very different. Um, so what we're our goal is, is to make your home appeal to the widest range of buyers. So you want to really think about what the general public is interested in when looking at a home and how that home feels. So one of the key things when thinking about updates is the more a home appears to be well maintained, the more buyers that will be interested in it. And it is very psychological. It doesn't always seem rational. Some things may seem nitpicky, but if you can put yourself into the buyer's shoes, and it's really interesting because sometimes you'll work with someone who's selling and buying. And When you talk to them on the sell side about what needs to be done to their house, they think, well, that's not necessary. And the moment you take them out to look at homes, they start pointing out those very things.
1: So it is psychological you mentioned that it's psychological, yes. and so you're saying that the little things matter
0: they to keep up. to
1: perhaps keep a deal running more smoothly and make the buyer feel more comfortable yes. if everything in the closet's arranged nicely and all yes. the all the cans of food are in the pantry the right way, and the each room has a form and function that makes sense So the buyer's like all these little things add up is yes. what you're saying and make the buyer feel yes. to, it may keep them in the deal
0: it really does later. i mean very- to me
1: that's very. I don't. I don't think that <laughs> way. I don't think that way yeah. personally. But I understand mm. that, that that buying a home is a very emotional. It is. process, and I I understand. I get it. It's just and,
0: and they can't always pinpoint what made them feel good in that home. Interesting. They just know
1: paint color. Paint color. Yes. Mood.
0: Right. So really, function. one of the things we're doing is closing the objection gap we're giving buyers less to then come back if they're you know doing inspection and for those 30 to 45 days that they're excited about the house and they're thinking about it that they're not thinking when i get in there i need to do x y and z and they're yeah. ruminating on these little things that to us seem so small
1: and i think it's that it goes that's true for buyers and for the sellers who, mm-hmm. when they're preparing a home for sale, mm-hmm. sometimes stress over those things yeah. that they think, oh, I've got to do this, and I've got to do this extra thing, and I've got to do this extra thing. And as a, as a listing agent, mm-hmm. my personal tendency is is I want to I net my sellers the most money, and I want them to save as much money as possible preparing the home. Yeah. That may not always, it depends on the house, that may not right. always be the best advice, right? So and, and what I'm learning from you with all this discussion is that you know, I, my, my sole focus really is to make, is to net the seller the most money. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if they spend a little bit of money to net more that that I need to, I need to consult a professional, Mm -hmm. i.e. a a knowledgeable stager to see what those things are so we can net more. And, um, you know, there's, it's like in a business, like you, or in a relationship, you've got the person who, wants to spend more money. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the other person who says, Oh no, we can't spend that money. And there's a I'm usually, I'm usually the guy who says, let's not spend the money. Yeah. And so that's not always the best.
0: And I am very budget conscious, but that's why we're going to talk about the value of it. Mm-hmm. What, what should you consider possibly spending some money on and like i said every every home is different Mm -hmm. your neighborhood is different the expectations of the buyers in that area are different the expectations in the market are different so these are some considerations and then your realtor will be able to walk you through that and hopefully they have also um some other resources if like a stager Mm -hmm. um if you want to find out more about uh, what they see daily in the market as well so we're going to talk we're going to start with the exterior And again, remember, we're looking for signals of a well-maintained home. And what people see at the very beginning just can instantly, within seconds, whether it's driving by the home and deciding if they want to see the inside or looking at those first pictures online, Mm -hmm. signal to them, these homeowners have cared for this home.
1: So it happens within seconds.
0: Within seconds. Within seconds. We we are in a fast-moving society and we just do not have time to sit and wonder you know, oh, well, maybe, they, maybe their kids are in soccer four nights a week and that's why their lawn is dead. Like, nobody cares. Like,
1: the lawn is dead. What else is wrong with the house?
0: Exactly. That's kind not, of like in a split second. If they can't turn on the water to the front lawn a couple times a week, what else are they not doing? Like, that's not even, that doesn't even take any time. Okay, so curb appeal. Um, when you come up to the house, is there, does it need paint? on the exterior or on the porch, um, is there uh, a siding issue? Is there wood rot? Wood rot really makes people a little nervous because they start thinking, what else is going on? If, if they're not...
1: There could be issues with loan approval as well. on something. Definitely.
0: So like a lot that. of these tie into that as well. Sure. When you want to be able to appeal to the widest range of buyers, you want to be able to appeal to those that are FHA and VA buyers and they have stricter appraisal and um, Mm -hmm. approvals for their loans, Mm -hmm. so making sure that the exterior home is well taken care of. Um, If you um, haven't had somebody check out your roof, and and we're here in Colorado where we've had a lot of Mm hailstorms, it might be worth having somebody just come and check out your roof Mm -hmm. and see if there's hail damage. If you can get that taken care of and and possibly replaced beforehand, Mm -hmm. it's one less objection. That's a big objection. Roofs make people nervous.
1: So, again, you're closing the objection gap. Yes. I, like, I like
0: that. And the driveway, it, it's, it depends on what the other driveways look like in your neighborhood. It depends on how bad it is. Driveway front steps, things that maybe make people nervous because we know that it's not part of the foundation of the home. But not every buyer knows. And if they start seeing, like, iffy things there, they start wondering what's going on with the soil. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Um, so, if yeah. it's really bad, you might, if it makes sense for you consider replacing your driveway if it's terrible before We're
1: you list. Level, leveling leveling it level
0: it. You can get, yeah, the, the uh, new, polymer, polymer. Polyurethane
1: uh, is a new product for instead of the mud. Much it's less
0: expensive the, than, than replacing. Yeah. And it won't re-sync. So, um, or shouldn't, <laughs> according to what I've heard. So, mm-hmm. front door and doorbell, it it goes along with the exterior. If um you come up and first of all here's what i've noticed as an agent on the buy side nobody goes in their front doors so nobody Uh knows how hard it is to get in their front doors you're in there with the key for like five minutes trying to get it just right to open it right and you're holding open the screen door and if the screen door is all wonky people notice that they have plenty of time to stand at the front door and look Uh around while the agent's trying to figure out the trick to getting in So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that's you, true.
0: That's the first impression of your guests is what the buyer's thinking. When my guests come, this is what they see first. I can't tell you how many times I've seen broken doorbells, like like the plastic is, you know, that's an easy fix, mm-hmm. and so that's an easy fix. So people see that and they think, mm-hmm. well, that's an easy fix. Mm-hmm. If they can't even replace the doorbell so that mm-hmm. it works, what else aren't they doing inside? Right. So again, right, easy, easy stuff. And,
1: and people make decisions. Mm-hmm. Primarily based on emotion yep. rather than logic.
0: It's not logical. Um, it's not logical. Just because you didn't replace your doorbell, your house is going to fall apart.
1: But all these little things that they see, I guess, <laughs> add up—good or bad.
0: They do. It's and, all the little um, things that add up. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Again, just outside weeds. Make sure that you you're weeding, um, especially the pathways leading up to the home. Mm-hmm. If you have dead trees or tree branches, get those removed mm-hmm. because the buyers see that as just another expense. And dead trees, they get really nervous. They think, oh my gosh, what if the tree falls on my house? And then is insurance going to cover that? And the Mm tree is definitely... There's just so many things that they think about.
1: The the buyer can spiral. They can. And you said earlier before we started the recording, uh, this uh, little talk here is that you said one out of five deals are falling I've, out of contract right now in Denver?
0: I just that's heard That's a new,
1: that. I haven't heard that before. So I, if that's, I should if be that's, able to
0: cite my source, but I, I have read that, that in a couple yeah. different locations recently that yeah. one out of five are falling through after they're under contract.
1: And we're just saying that from a psychological standpoint, you know, there's less wrong with the house than... Give
0: them one less reason one to less get reason nervous that. because in this market where people are going way above asking, especially in the last three months mm-hmm. um, in that hot, hot time... When people are having to go away yeah. above asking, they start thinking, "Well, I, I gave them so much above asking. And, did I do and the right thing? Did I do the right thing? And nah. now I got. But when I get in there, I got to replace this and this and this, and they, they spiral. And not everyone has someone on their side that's preventing them from doing that, or who is. And an, I mean, an agent. Not everyone has somebody who is mm-hmm. making sure that expectations are set at the beginning for what is a big deal what is not a big deal what to look for mm-hmm. and making sure that they're comfortable going into the transaction and so once they're in it they might be likely to then get really nervous and want to pull mm-hmm. out
1: sure yeah so yep
0: that's what we're up against here um what else oh and with lawns you know what else is real easy just well, uh-huh. just throw down some fresh mulch i mean it's
1: yeah it's
0: another easy get a couple of bags of mulch and, and make it look like you just maintain your lawn every day like that mm-hmm.
1: sure sure and again, just to step back from this a little bit, your yeah. your stager is often giving these yes. types of suggestions. It doesn't necessarily I come don't,
0: from you. Yeah, no. So I'm giving these to you guys for free.
1: <laughs> You're paying for the stager they go in and help. Yes. And help. I don't, Specifics yeah. Specifics
0: on your home. I would these start to feel like I'm the bad guy. I
1: would start to feel like I'm beating up on the seller and I don't want to do that.
0: That's And that's my another, space.
1: that may be, a, and so that's a good that you you. You hire a professional, and they come in and, and work it's
0: with the soil. It's completely worth it. It's completely worth it. And like I said, every home is different. Every neighborhood's different. You might not need yeah. fresh mulch, but you might. And if you're thinking, a lot of these things as we're talking, um, if you're thinking of moving next month or you're thinking of moving next year, may make a difference on, on what you're willing to do. Sure. So, and what time you have. Yeah. Um, but if you're thinking of moving next year, if you're thinking next summer might be the summer, these are really good things. It's a checklist as you go through the year of things to do. So, so that you're not feeling that the stress. Are so
1: you saying just preparing the home over a longer period of time? It's and so much easier
0: to, to <coughs> do yeah. do it piecemeal mm-hmm. and, and not have the first time you hear all of this be from a stager and you want to list your home in two weeks. That is overwhelming. So mm-hmm. I always encourage yeah. people. If you're trying point. to decide between selling and staying, you might want to start doing some of these things because you're probably going to want to do them. So you're,
1: you're recommending then bringing the Sager in earlier in the process. And if yeah. you're if you're a week out from listing your home, let's say, it's kind of, that's a little kind late. kind of too late. Kind of it's late. Kind or of or late. it's just going to be more <laughs> stressful.
0: It's going to be extremely stressful. My job, I see, my job is to um, help alleviate the stress of the situation. So sure. the sooner I can start helping somebody, if they're... Just even on the fence of making that decision, they're like, well, Mm -hmm. what would I want to consider doing if I might want to sell? And I talk to a lot of people who are just, Mm -hmm. they're just kind of deciding. They're still, we might stay, we might sell. What do we need to do? It
1: is is good to start early because, I mean, I could think of examples where I've recommended to the sellers, oh, yeah, you need to clean the carpet. And then we bring in a pro carpet cleaner and we realize, oh, my gosh, this is a bigger issue than we thought because we can't get the stain out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, let's just, let's just replace this section. Right. And that takes time. It does. You know, and, and.
0: And you're on somebody else's schedule at that point. hmm And so it's, yep. it can be tough and it can mess with what your goals are. Um, also, something that I see noted a lot on um, inspection reports, and it also does give um, a sense that somebody's not really taking care of the home are screens with holes in them are actually really inexpensive to go and, and replace your screens.
1: Mm-hmm. And they have re- little repair kits, too. They have repair
0: kits, mm-hmm. um, depending on how much time and effort you want to put into it. Mm-hmm. Cleaning out your window wells. Mm-hmm. When people are down in your basement and they look out the window and you're, the ne- and you're never yeah. down there. There's leaves or there's wood or there's trash that is blown in there. Mm-hmm. It's just another... Just put it on your checklist. It's something you don't think about. I can
1: tell that bothers you. <laughs> it's weird. It's,
0: it, well, you're, you're looking and you're like, oh, look at all the light coming in. And what is that? What's right. that a plastic bag? <laughs> right. And nobody wants to go down there and clean them. But it's, it's just a little thing. Okay. Um, and then decking. If you have um, a deck... I I highly recommend you just go ahead and and stain it, make sure there's no broken boards, no loose railings, because again, that's stuff Mm -hmm. for uh, VA and FHA that they'll be looking for, Mm -hmm. Um, but also...
1: Loose railings, especially, Yeah. and stairs, Mm -hmm. loose stairs.
0: But you want to show that you're maintaining your deck just like you're maintaining your exterior Mm -hmm. because you want people to know that you've been maintaining the systems of the house, which hopefully you have. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people do maintain kind of the bigger systems, and they let some other things go, right. but they don't realize that it all sends those signals. So that's that's the exterior of the house.
1: Whew. Wow. Yeah. We're not even in the house yet.
0: Not even in the house yet.
1: So we've walked in the house. We've had a great first impression. You're the like, lawn's manicured. Beautiful outside. The, the siding is beautiful, and the house has been you know, well-maintained, and we walk inside, and then... And, what then do you there,
0: mean? and then there's wallpaper on every wall <laughs> and different shades and different. No. No. Um, so you've got the curb appeal. <laughs> so the other thing, when you're selling, particularly, this might not be for those that are selling in a year, but um, when you're ready to sell, paint the trim, especially if you have kids and animals. Paint the trim. We're talking inside now. Inside. Okay. The trim around the doors and around the baseboards um
1: clean baseboards clean
0: your baseboards
1: no. I that for some reason that bothers me like i don't yeah. know why but yeah the, there's a lot of people well, you, you're, you're not alone okay, okay.
0: but there are so many things you don't see when you live in the house every day mm-hmm. and i know when you start cleaning it becomes like right. a spiral of well now i clean this and now this looks bad and so <laughs> it can be overwhelming mm-hmm. but you want to paint those the walls doors trim fresh clean paint So much Mm -hmm. better even in a seller's market if you can say the the house is freshly painted neutral inside and freshly painted outside and then the buyer's thinking i don't have to move in and have to paint right if i want to paint a room a certain color i can do that down the Mm -hmm. road when i
1: bought my house we did all the we had to repaint everything that's, and I felt, I, I had to
0: paint, I got had, to paint it a fun color. And I
1: actually, <laughs> um, in the course of all that injured my ankle, I sprained my ankle, which is more painful than a break from, from just exhaustion from painting. Cause we had to do, I mean, we had to do painting a lot of other things too. Yeah. Um, and oh my gosh, I didn't paint for seven years after that. Like I didn't, like, I didn't even look at a can <laughs> of paint. Uh, so, so I would look for that now. Yeah. And say, oh, okay, I don't have to do Do
0: I have to paint? Anybody who's ever had to move into a house and paint, that's a exactly like what it. they're looking
1: for. I don't I don't like it. Painting. just
0: they just it's just one more thing they have to do. Um, and your the color choices you currently have might turn off certain buyers, so it's just better sure. to do it. And there's a paint color. I will give you a paint color hint. Mm-hmm. Kill 'em beige, beige by K I L I M Beige by Sherwin Williams goes with everything, goes okay. with gray, goes with browns, it's a beautiful neutral, doesn't have any weird undertones like blue or yellow or anything like that. Um, so that is a great color if you're looking for a neutral color to um, just paint paint everything. It makes the house look clean and fresh and um, it's gonna just give a good impression.
1: And what if the house, I got a note, you got a note here that... You know, Mm -hmm. what if the house smells? Oh, gosh. Has a bad smell. Now...
0: Every house smells.
1: So, (laughs) right. But, like, if it smells really bad, like, do they need... I wonder if they would need to put put something down, like, a primer, and then then do the kill them paint?
0: Yes. If it's a smoke smell, or if you've Mm -hmm. had a lot of, um, like, Indian cooking, like, really strong Mm -hmm. cooking smells, Mm -hmm. um, there might be some... Some product, and I'm sure my stager has, has the name yeah, of something that'll
1: kill the smell, that
0: will,
1: and then especially paint. the
0: smoke before you paint. Um, yeah. For pets, let's talk about pets.
1: Pets, pet, pet smell. smells, pet smell.
0: Do You know, like I don't have pets. Okay, when I go into a house, I can immediately smell the pets. I can
1: tell if there's a cat. I don't like, mm-hmm. I, I'm a dog guy, we have three dogs, and um, but man, I don't like the cat smell. I can smell that from a mile away. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Whoa." And and that really is a big. So, you know what? I guess you're you're convincing me that there's more to all this it's because biological. if if I'm in there and I go, I, "Am I going to be able to get this cat smell out of here?" Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and I'm not with sure this about this. this if I can't
0: get it out of there. I don't know. So, um It's a big deal. It is a big deal. So, you can counteract that by, you know, getting the carpets clean. Mm-hmm. Of course, which we always... You know, I always recommend you consider that if you have animals and kids, especially. Some people yeah. have beautiful carpets, um, but if if you have animals, there's this product. Okay,
1: a product promotion here.
0: Product promotion called Pure Air, and I actually have a bottle of this because I don't have pets. But sometimes when I go, you still use it. Sometimes <laughs> in my listings, I recommend some. You know, if do you bring a that
1: to season. your listing appointment,
0: I do not. Well, I don't. I talk about it though. I do talk about it. I'll say, you know. I I don't have animals, and a lot of mm-hmm. buyers, um, even if they have animals, their houses have everybody's houses smell different. Mm-hmm. But I I could perceive as soon mm-hmm. as I came in there there is an animal smell here, which is not a bad thing. It's not something if you're living in your house. Some people you know are more worried about that than others. But when you're selling mm-hmm. animals, to some people mean work. They mean you know, wow, what's happening there?
1: I don't know my computer.
0: The noise is finally coming out of your computer. Yeah,
1: that's a good thing. It's got a
0: mind of its own. So, um, pure air, and you can get it from Amazon. You can probably get it from pet stores. I heard you can buy like gallons of it um, if you wanted to really spray down. And it neutralizes, it's organic, I believe. It's just really, it's not harmful to pets or animals. Mm -hmm. They have pure air in general, and then this is odor eliminator for pets. And it does, it makes a huge difference. Okay. So I, awesome. I recommend doing that, and you might need to, um, and, and it's not covering it. It really gets mm-hmm. rid of it. Sure. So, <laughs> and you might just ask a friend, like, does my house smell? Please be honest. Does my house smell mm-hmm. a little funky? My house smells a lot of times like boys' feet, because I've got kids that take yeah. off their smelly shoes, mm-hmm. and I would certainly not want somebody to come in my house and go, oh my gosh, that would be a bad first impression. Um, and we jumped over one which is huge 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 and that's decluttering mm-hmm. and i want you to think about it this way if you're going to sell your house you're going to move if you're going to move
1: you're going to
0: pack you're going to pack if you're pay somebody to pack and move your stuff is that all the stuff you want to keep do you want to take that to your next house and unpack it there and put it somewhere or have you just been putting it off
1: It's a great opportunity to to do a purge.
0: It is the perfect opportunity to do a Mm -hmm. purge because you're probably going to need, before you list the home, to really make it clean and open and Mm -hmm. and buyer-friendly for the widest number of buyers so they're not looking at your stuff.
1: Haven't you had clients that have gone through this process with you and then they realize after they've done all this, they go, this is really nice. I think my next house is going to be more like this. Yes. Right? I think you had a story like that They were living
0: like that for... I've had several clients who have lived with their stuff and you don't see your stuff and you don't realize how it's impacting you um, for a decade. Yeah. And then I come along and my stager comes along and we say, you gotta downsize, you gotta clean up, mm-hmm. you gotta declutter so that the house has a good feeling for buyers. And then yeah. they realize the house feels, it just feels better and I have a clearer mind and I can wake up each day and I'm not as stressed. And there, I just read an article on yeah. how clutter affects you mentally, which I completely agree. And um yes. so if you're gonna do it anyway, start well, doing like, it now.
1: I think of um, you know, my myself and, and Leela, you know, we got married, uh, you, you know, you combined all of your stuff. My brother and his wife when they got yeah. married, you know, they had a bunch of stuff. And it's 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 difficult for me, I must admit. Like I don't like clutter. Mm-hmm. I like everything to be in its place so that I know functionally where everything is. I don't have to yeah. think uh, that's why I like the idea of of living in a, a luxury RV. That's like my <laughs> dream someday. Because you grow
0: into your space.
1: Yeah, my it. dream is to live in a luxury <laughs> RV and just tr- you know travel around and and because there's less stuff. Yeah. And you know it it does affect you psychologically. It's just it just it's kind of a stressor. And if for you, me personally if, I if when you're
0: decluttering, you can sell things, You're you're helping to offset yeah. those costs. I just
1: want to rent one of those big. Trash things and, and go home and just like get rid of all the stuff yeah. in my basement now. After ta- after bringing this up, sorry, yeah.
0: Didn't you, didn't
1: Lila's you gonna part. say, "What's going on?" What's I'm happening? like, "We're getting rid of everything." Jen was
0: talking about it's kind <laughs> I'm
1: of I'm all motivated thing. now. Like, you
0: can't you can't not address it because you're gonna either do it now or later. And if you do it now, it's gonna make your house feel better and it's gonna make it look better when it's on the market. Now,
1: if they don't, have, if if folks don't want to get rid of a lot of things, maybe some shelving.
0: Some shelving, uh,
1: or but a lot of shelving, and it might help kind of get,
0: get a, at least
1: get through the yeah. sale. I don't
0: know. It depends on how much stuff you've had. I've had people yeah. get just temporarily a storage unit while yeah. they they put it there, kind of as a holding place, where the while they decided, because they wanted a little more time, right? Do I want to take this to my next house or not? And it was a yeah. good interim. And a lot of times, it, the answer has been not, is what I've heard.
1: So do, the whole thing under decluttering is, I mean, this this. Start There's now. a whole rabbit hole you could go down it with is. decluttering that. Start I now. Could, yeah, start, I actually, start early is the kind of. The I
0: am so passionate about it. I sometimes think I should. That should be another realm of what I help people with. Is going. There in should a, be
1: TV an HGTV show about decluttering and organizing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, was it
0: called, Clean House? There was this yeah. house, uh, Clean House I used to be obsessed with because I thought it was great. Yeah. And you need somebody, you, so sometimes doing... you need somebody who's not, they're not close to it, who can help you put in that frame of reference, like what you're looking at, really.
1: They do that now with the show uh, Tiny House. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to pair, people are going from a, You
0: I can't live in a tiny house with all that stuff.
1: Yeah, they're trying to help people pare down and, and they go through that same, yeah. similar process. Yeah. I um, would
0: love, if I had just like another 24 hours in my day, I would love to help people with that because I just really know how it makes you feel so much better. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So now, let's see, we're going about declutter. That's huge. Like, everybody should just start that now, I think. Whether, Whether or not you're or selling not, or not, just so you'll feel better. Your life will <laughs> change. Your life will change. It's funny. You will be able to find things when you need them. <laughs> it's wonderful. Okay, so we're going to talk about, let's talk about bathrooms and kitchens. Um, because a lot of people think, do I need to update my baths and my kitchen mm-hmm. before selling? And it really depends.
1: You mean like when you say update? I
0: mean, if you're living in a 1990 house and nothing has been touched in that bathroom and you're selling in 2016, do you need to update that bathroom?
1: I think it it obviously depends on the house and the market. Yes. Yep. That's easy.
0: Very true. So you're yep. either going to price it for a home that is not updated mm-hmm. or you are going to some people take it all the way and they think I I have to redo everything and yeah. then your chance depending on the timing that when you how long you're living in the house after that of getting a return on that
1: mm, it it depends on the market and the neighborhood yeah so we can look at a given neighborhood and say mm-hmm. kitchen in this neighborhood worth x you know an yeah. updated kitchen you know if it's an older neighborhood maybe those updates impact the price a little bit more than mm-hmm. it would in a more homogeneous subdivision neighborhood where the homes are relatively new. yeah. So it just depends. It really it, does it, depends. Depend.
0: it really does depend. And I think also one thing to think about is if you're looking, are you looking then to buy something that's already updated or are you looking to buy something a little different and update that? Mm-hmm. Do you really want to spend your time and money updating your current home? If you're then going to move and update this next home, how overwhelming is that going to be? Yeah. It's all there's so many factors to it, but I we're like, in a
1: seller's market now, yeah. so again, my my inclination is normally to, to to recommend to my sellers do as little as possible yes. because it's probably going to you're probably going to get multiple offers right. a, anyway. Uh, but obviously, that that changes right. for the market. So
0: I do think there are some things you can do that's kind of that are kind of in between. Okay. Some key things.
1: This is just staging under the realm of staging. This
0: is going to be yeah. more staging slash updating. There's a couple updates. Okay. Um, one of the big things people look for is lighting. Mm-hmm. So I do think that if you're going to, you might not have to rip out your whole cabinet and redo your flooring. You could probably even leave linoleum flooring in there if you really wanted to. But if you could update your light fixtures, mm. that's going to be, you're going to get more bang for your buck on light fixtures, is what I've learned. Okay. And of course, painting them neutrally Mm -hmm. So white fixtures, painting them neutrally. And then if you, especially if you have small bathrooms, if you have an older small bathroom, having, um, doing a coat or however many coats, but painting the old wood that's really not as appealing to most buyers, Mm -hmm. just doing a neutral color, like a white, which will make Mm -hmm. it look bigger and adding hardware. Those are really.
1: Like the shelving underneath in a a bathroom, like under the sink, if it's an older wood, older home, older wood, just lighten it up.
0: The ex, yeah, that, that exterior. So if you have a, I think it's oak is what everything is, right? Yeah. It's with that oak.
1: Yeah, oftentimes.
0: Refinish it in a white and put in on some hardware, and it just makes it look clean. Right. And then somebody else can come in and they can go, you know, that's doable. Like, I can live with that for some time. Maybe we'll update mm-hmm. it. Let's maybe do the flooring. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of an in-between, and it's mm-hmm. not very expensive to do paint hardware and then recalk everything.
1: Let me ask your opinion on this. Do you think mm-hmm. staging is more important in a buyer's market or more and less important in a seller's market? Or do you think that these types of things that you're recommending work in a seller's market as well?
0: I think it works in a seller's market as well. And that goes back to where we have these buyers who maybe are having a little bit of buyer's remorse. Okay. And bridging that that gap of what um, types of, um, uh, what am I, objections. Right. It's bridging those objections, which you're gonna mm-hmm. have objections in any market. Just because mm-hmm. it's a seller's market doesn't mean a buyer is like super excited of all the stuff that they have to do to this house. They're
1: always going to find something.
0: They're always going to yeah. find something. And so the less you can ever find, and okay. the more you can help them visualize themselves in that space with a little, you know, little work. Mm-hmm. And so, And we know just that Good. most buyers are not, they're not super into the old 1990s style mm-hmm. woodwork.
1: And bringing a professional in, a professional stager in, the seller can then make at least a more informed decision yeah. about what they're going to do and what they're not going to do.
0: And it's, again, it's your choice of do we want to price it for this condition or do we want to, does it make sense to make a few updates, price it, mm-hmm. you know, a little higher, appeal to a larger audience? And that gotcha. depends on the neighborhood. Again, we've talked about that as well and how much the other neighbors have updated. Okay. Um, so, anyway, definitely recalking, though, is a must because that indicates. A maintenance issue again. Fresh, you know, that fresh, clean caulk. You're you not see that worry.
1: on almost every inspection report. Mm-hmm. The inspector Just always do it. recommends. to Do it do around it. the
0: windows. Do it in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Do it around your sinks. Do it around your tubs. Make sure your tiles clean. Mm-hmm. Um, which I have another really good product for that. <laughs> I don't have a picture of it, but uh, you know, those things that yeah. people when they first glance, they're like, oh. Because if you don't have the caulking, then they think is there water that's gotten in there? Is there a leak? Is there something bigger happening? Mm-hmm. So again, very um,
1: simple thing to simple,
0: do. Simple, simple things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and same thing with the kitchen. You might, if you have a dark kitchen or a smaller kitchen, want to consider going ahead and painting it a lighter color and putting on hardware. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. It's just something that can get that buyer kind of move them to the next where they're like. This is livable for now. Of course we'll wanna update it. And I met so many people who did that ten years ago. They moved in and they said we're gonna update it and they never did.
1: So as I'm you know, I'm listening to all these things and you know it what you're doing is, you know, a lot of your deals are smooth.
0: Yeah.
1: A lot of your deals, you know, that the clients are like, Wow, I've sold X many homes and this was the smoothest deal I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm listening to you say all these things, I mean you're really you're you are bridging that objection gap and you are Kind of answering questions and taking care of problems before they become problems, which yeah. is really what we should be doing as realtors, yep. no matter what. And so, um, you know, this is good stuff. It's it's, <clears throat> you know, it it may not, it, it's all the little things that add up mm-hmm. to provide a bigger value, yeah. and and potentially not only net the seller more money, but just make the process smoother.
0: Right. And yeah. that, and that's what it is. And keeping everybody happy through the transaction and keeping mm-hmm. it together, is it's just key. And, and sometimes just working on these things ahead of time, some of these smaller things that you don't think are a big deal because you see them every day. Right. But to somebody else, it might be a, a red flag of something else. And you never know what experience they've had in their past. They might have had a home that, you know, was falling apart. And...
1: Or it's okay to have, you know, 50 jars on the countertop because they... You know, they make their own jam or whatever, right. but when you sell your home, it's probably best to have all that stuff gone out of there. like, There's no
0: counter space. There's they, no counter space. They aren't rationalizing that that's because you have your 50 jars on there and right. the, uh, there actually is a good amount of counter space. Yeah.
1: Now you've mentioned that many <laughs> times is that, that our own perceptions, we, we all have our own perceptions of what, Yes. of how we live and, and mm-hmm. other people. You know, like you said, this is all done to just appeal to a larger group of people. Yeah. That's all this is.
0: Exactly. So. Um, We talked about, we're on the the back end of this. Um, A lot of people want to know, should I change out my carpets? And that depends. Should Mm -hmm. I put in hardwood? Uh, NAR, the National Association of Realtors, released statistics that said 54% of people will pay more for hardwood floors. And a lot of people will also pay more for hardwood look floors, good laminate floors. Not necessarily in the bedrooms. A lot of people still want carpet in the bedrooms, yep. so that's a more personal decision, but in those main living areas, um, that is a consideration. If your carpet is really gross and you're going to replace your carpet anyway, you might, for a smaller area, want to consider hardwoods knowing that more people are excited about that. Or you might just want to replace the carpet, but know that you you could have buyers who are then like, well, I was going to replace that with hardwood anyway.
1: Yeah, new carpet may not be appealing to most.
0: But I will say that old carpet is not appealing to most. And Correct. so if your carpet right. is nasty, after I would get it clean, and if it's still nasty, rather, this is maybe just my opinion, rather than saying, we'll give you an allowance, because some people can't visualize what they'll do, or they think, well, when am I gonna have time to do that? And I'm gonna move in, i have my stuff, and then I gotta get the carpet replaced. Give them a clean slate of something. An expensive neutral carpet. Something clean, in my opinion.
1: And have it done before closing.
0: Be, I would have it done before listing.
1: Oh, before listing.
0: Because that's a first impression. And instead of saying, we'll replace this, mm-hmm. and then, you know, that becomes another kind of sticky point. Um, just have some clean carpet and just advertise it with new carpet in the living room. Mm-hmm. New carpet. And then they can decide later if they want to replace it.
1: You know, I've sold homes, and you know this because you were uh, one of my past clients. And yeah. we were we went through, and um, the house that you ended up getting, mm-hmm. the carpet was horrible, mm-hmm. but the house was everything about else about the house was awesome. Yeah. And that house sat on the market for months, and I was like, "What is the deal? This is like, great. It's a great house, house and a great market? market, and whatever." And we went in there, and it, and not if, if the seller would have done what you just suggested, and just just replaced it up front. It, you you probably wouldn't have been able to get the home. Right. Because somebody right. else would have bought it. Uh, and it said they paid it's so true. And so that they carpet
0: the was
1: horrible. I remember that carpet. It was awful. And I thought, everything except this carpet is and great. And you
0: know what? The other thing, though, was the photos did not look, first of all, the photos were not good. But the, the lighting
1: was horrible, too.
0: The lighting was horrible, but the they showed um, a TV in front of a fireplace, which made it look like, like not above a fireplace, like in, like next to it, in front of a, one of those weird holes we have. They you know, said in the a TV wall. on the
1: floor or something. Yeah, and it made yeah. it
0: look, so it wasn't staged, it didn't look it looked like where would you put your TV and where would you put your couch to watch TV. And so there's so many right.
1: And so things as we're like that. as we're talking about this, this discussion, this discussions about staging.
0: Yeah. Um, I've learned I've
1: learned a ton this morning. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm like yes. I, yes. I needed to. I really needed some improvement in my thinking around this. Yeah. But as I step back, the staging is just one element mm-hmm. of the whole marketing package. Yes. The staging has to be done the right way. The photos, the lighting mm-hmm. have to be done the right way. We recommend HDR photography. Um, you know, and then the pricing has to be right for the updates that you've done or not done. Right. And then, yeah. you know, and then you can get to all of the, the MLS and Internet syndication because, mm-hmm. you know, I've always always tell my sellers, you know, whether it's staging or, or pricing or condition or whatever, if you get the pricing wrong, Mm-hmm. And you do more marketing. All you're doing is 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 marketing more to the to the world that that your home's overpriced, right? And nothing more. Same goes for staging. If you you know whatever little things that you do that all add up, mm-hmm. it has a multiplier effect, and and, mm-hmm. it, and you're just showing more people that you know you cared for your home and right. and that it's it there's pride of ownership, mm-hmm. and um, so. Staging to me is just one element of of all the marketing that you do, right?
0: Exactly. It's just a piece of it and it's a multiplier. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of the base because you gotta get the staging, you gotta get the updates. It's the first step. First step and so sometimes it takes longer especially if you have a job and kids and Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. than you think it will and so I always recommend that you start thinking about it ahead of time. Talk with someone. So the most important the thing idea. I learned
1: today was bring the stager in earlier.
0: As that's, early what, that's the biggest as lesson I early as possible. Bring yeah, the yeah. realtor in as early as possible. Honestly. Start I and, don't
1: want to be the bad guy to tell them all these things. No. I feel like I'm the bad guy, but but bring them in, giving them time yeah. to process all this. Don't
0: wait till you're like, We need to get the house on the market now. Because yeah. we offer so much value before that even happens.
1: And we don't want to stress our clients out.
0: It's so it's not much worth it. easier it's not worth it. if you take it a piece at a time. Yeah, um, that's so, awesome. So we talked about pretty much everything I wanted to cover. Good. Stager, um, you might want to, depending on how many of these things, you might want to give yourself some extra mm-hmm. padding extra time. time. Yep. And as you start doing some things, you might find something else. That's a, another piece to consider that um, right. so pretty good. If, I
1: think we're done. Yeah.
0: If you would like to get more information on the Denver area market, staging, somebody to walk through your home in particular, give you an idea of what you're, what you're working with, please give us a call. And we are at
1: 303-345-8715. Or you can email us at info at com. We hope you have a great rest of your day, a great weekend, and, and uh, we'd love to help you Buy or sell a home if you're in the market. Thank you so So much. much.
0: Bye. Bye.